0: All right, welcome back to the Care Team Podcast, episode 36 on May 20th. Change the way you think, change your life, Romans 12.2. And we are joined by a special guest, uh, our, our friend Liz Stephan. Uh, she's on our uh, on our leadership team as, as the admin, and we are just so grateful for her and everything she does. She's also uh, part of the care team, if you didn't know. And uh, yeah, so Liz, tell us a little about yourself.
1: Well, thanks for having me. This Absolutely. is so exciting to do this and be a part of this. Um, I've been on staff at Northside for a little over a year. Yeah. So I started in March of 2020, right in the middle of a pandemic. So lots of fun there, but this fulfills a lifelong dream for me of working in the local church. So I've wanted to work in the church for a long time. So this is fun, um, for me to get to serve our leadership team in this way. They keep me very busy, so. <laughs> yeah, yes, they do. Yes, As they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you do such a great wonderful job. So, Thank you, yeah. I appreciate that. They're great people.
0: We are so glad to have you on today. Before we get started on our on our topic, our topic today is hospitality. But before we get started, we're going to have uh, our normal soft start. So, uh, so let's all, do we, ladies
2: first today. Yeah, yeah, we'll do ladies first. Yeah.
0: So this time of year, a lot of kids are prepping to get out of school, and they're counting down the days, if not counting down the hours, till they get out. And we've all been in school before, and so we know that feeling of getting ready to start the summer. So what are the things that, um, ladies first, what are the things that you all look forward to the most this time of year, getting ready to get out of school, have all sorts of free time, and go?
3: This is a hard question for me because I love all things summer. I love sleeping in, I love walking around in the grass barefoot, I love eating popsicles in the sunshine, I love, Yep. I just love... The feeling of being a kid and it being summertime. I, I don't know. I look yes. I'm getting
2: it. the sense that school wasn't her favorite. Yes. So, you,
1: you know, I was actually a pretty good student, believe it or not. Yeah. I, summer for, for me was always getting to visit grandparents and, like, family out of state. So nice, that's great. always nice. what summer is nice. for me is visiting family and going to the beach. Oh, yeah. I went nice. a little early this year, so we won't have, like, a summer beach trip, and mm. I'm bummed. Oh, I <laughs> but, man, the beach. I, man, be the the beach. Beach. I yeah. love outside. Nice. Anything outside. Pool. I'm I'm in.
2: (laughs) I like all the above. Uh, For me, though, when Tommy asked this question earlier, I had sort of one of those nostalgia moments. And I grew up on a lake, and Mm -hmm. it was a naturally spring-fed lake, so it was a great place to swim. And I couldn't wait for days in the afternoon, laying in the sun. Listening to the top forty, yeah. Oh, down, yeah. <laughs> trying to record on the damn ball. So box. hot that you had to go jump off the dock into the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah those, that are, those are good memories. Awesome.
0: I, yeah, I know for me, like we had the the, the Clarksville swimming pool, and now <laughs> it's a different pool. It, in my opinion, was a lot cooler before they redid it, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just uh, playing wiffle ball in the backyards, and then inevitably getting our beginning of the summer haircuts. <laughs> or we cut each other's hair in the backyard, so we usually just buzz it, that's you know, awesome. whatever. You
3: cut each other, like you all get in a
1: line and cut yeah, the person yeah, in front of yeah, you. Yeah. We just, one of us great. had a pair of clippers, and
0: we had a garden hose wrench off at the end. So <laughs> that cool. That's great. My parents didn't appreciate too much, but it was cool. So we were, we were, we that's did. awesome. But uh, well, cool. Well, I, as we dive in today again, our our topic is hospitality, and and we're we're going to unpack that a little bit with scripture. We're gonna we're gonna get Liz's intake or. We're going we're gonna to get Liz's input on that. Um, uh, she just, if you don't know Liz, you will just, the moment you meet her, you will realize she is a very hospitable person. She just has a wonderful gift for that, just making people feel welcome and doing a beautiful job doing it.
2: And I think that's, you, you use the word specifically gift. We were talking about that at the beginning yeah. before we got started, that one of the things we want to do today is differentiate between, you know, we're all called to be hospitable. And, and again, we're going to unpack that. But I think there is a gift of hospitality as well. And Liz, part of the reason we wanted to have you on is we think you exude that gift. So could you talk a little bit about for you, what it means to be hospitable, Um, And maybe for somebody out there who's trying to go, well, do I have that gift? Is that a calling on my life? Maybe talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah. I'll just start with saying it's something I really love and enjoy Um, making people feel comfortable, whether that's in my home or in our office as people come to visit or in our church. That's always something that's been really important to me. Even growing up, I remember having friends over and what can I get you to drink? What can I, you know, think that kind of thing. Um, And I love to host uh, my roommate and I host people in our home. Um, Her family comes over a lot and I, always just walk their home saying okay how can I make this the most comfortable you know place for them to be Mm -hmm. um so fresh flowers uh can we put cups out can we get ice ready you know things like that Mm -hmm. just ways to make it as as welcoming as possible.
0: I I can tell you that I remember my onboarding uh uh, (laughs) Tom was the first person then Sherry for HR and then Liz, like your hospitality for getting me settled was awesome. I mean, just made me feel so welcome. It was awesome. So, um, you know, one one thing I looked at uh, uh, when I was was prepping for this, I was looking at the word hospitality and doing some research and Mm definitions, things like that. Something that uh, I know know Tom historically does. I just kind of looked it up, and uh, one of the biblical, uh, one of the Bible dictionaries I have, it says the natural ability to make people, even strangers, feel welcome in one's own home. Or, church as a mean to disciple or to serve them. That's great. And a great definition. And I'm, I'm reading now, I'm like, that is so like Liz's gift. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you just, you just do such a wonderful job at that. So,
2: Lori and Liz work together a lot. And I know you guys have formed a friendship. And Tommy alluded at the beginning to, we, we, you are, you are in, uh, what is that? Uh, how would I say it? You are invited in to be a member of the care team. So now when we have care team events and we have lunches <laughs> and things, Liz is always invited. Always. But, Lori, could you talk a little bit about how you guys collaborate together, but, but your friendship and stuff as well, and just talk about that hospitality gift and what that mm-hmm. looks
3: like? Oh, yeah. Um, gosh. Working with Liz, uh, I mean, she is always the first one to say, what can I do to help you? What do you need? Yep. Um, she's always there if I – Having a moment where I need to shut the door and vent for a <laughs> second, and walk out. She just <laughs> for smiles a couple of and nods, <laughs> and um, and she and I think part of being hospitable is being thoughtful and helpful. She's she's probably the best, one of the best gift givers I know. Um, one of the things she did just recently, I had a an anniversary on my staff here, and she brought me some flowers. And not only did she bring me flowers, but she pointed out that she got flowers that looked like. I could have picked them like being outside barefoot in a field, which is something that I would do and I love. And that just, and I immediately loved them. And just the fact that she thought of that, just, I don't know. It, it just, she, she really good is, is good at celebrating people and making people feel special.
0: Yeah.
2: Liz, I want to say too, for those who are listening and who are listening to the care pass, be, care, care podcast, because uh, they want to hear some topics that we cover might be listening and going Well, how is hospitality tied in? And, and so I want to say this too, before I forget Liz and Lori and those folks in our church make the pastors and the rest of us look good and make what we do look easy. And often people never meet you, never get to know you. So just know how much you're appreciated and how much we know that we do what we do and do it well because you're here. Um, so thank you very much for that. And I want to say that hospitality, you know, Jesus says, I was a stranger and you took me in. Hospitality is care. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anything that conveys love, anything that encourages another person, anything that builds other people up is a way that we care for people. So if you're listening and you're going, well, you know, I wanted to hear something about depression and anxiety or mm-hmm. how I how, know that this is just as important. Some people just need to know that they matter. That's and, Liz, right. what I appreciate is the way that you reach out and make people feel like they matter. Yep.
0: Well, and, and okay. I went back to the Greek on that. And, and the, the, the Greek word for uh, hospitality to be hospitable is phyloxenia. And so the is... Bless is, you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and basically, you know, in, in the New Testament, one who receives visitors is said to be, uh, you know, hospitable. And to to be a lover of strangers, to practice the virtue mm. of, of philoxenia, And so and, it, and it's actually that that same word is actually used in a lot of Greek literature and things like that. But but just to to have that to to let people know they're loved, they're seen, they're welcome. And and I just I just think you do a wonderful job at that. So oh, yeah.
1: thank you. I appreciate that. I think there's definitely a piece of um it's a joy for me to serve other people and serve in this way. I'm definitely the behind the scenes person. Um but i i do think that there is a piece of like being able to serve especially our staff that's a big part of what i get to do with working with the leadership team but serving our staff in my mind is probably my it's my ministry really um because i love that i don't yeah. you know like you said a lot of people i'll never get to meet but serving our staff and loving our staff is really my my ministry and my piece. And honestly, it fills my cup up by being able to do it mm. um, and being able to step into some of those holes that I see or sometimes with onboarding, things get, you know, we get our insurance paperwork, but the other piece, you know, those things, uh. kinds of things we miss. So i it's just important that, you know, with onboarding or with our staff or um, even just in church, with our church folks in general, it's just important that those those details are important to me. So that's the <laughs> Can
2: you can you help the listeners Maybe kind of almost a day in the life. Give them a little bit of, because again, I think these are things that maybe people have wondered about, or even if they haven't wondered, they'd be interested to know what are the behind the scenes, what is the inner workings of what's happening in the staff and in the church. So maybe talk, think of a day, or or even if you just want to give a typical day, but some of the things that you do and get to help with and arrange, et cetera,
0: which are so critical, by the way, that yeah. That, yeah.
1: Yeah, so we have a weekly staff meeting, and so I help um, coordinate those pieces, or um, right now our staff's going through a book, so I helped get all of those printed, those kinds of things. So there's some little things like that, office tasks, and then there's bigger things. We did a staff and families picnic on Friday, which um, I- Which was so much fun. (laughs) It was fun. fun. Yeah, that that was- It was fun. We had
0: people driving by being like, what's going
1: on over there? (laughs) It did look- Hey, mom, can we go? (laughs) So even things like that and getting um, the catering secured and that kind of thing. And I worked with someone else on that, so that's not all me. Um, We definitely do a lot of team things here. Um, And even just things for our leadership team as we bring people in, if we're interviewing people or different things like that, I help with those kinds of things. Um, Yeah, and just obviously your fun, like room reservations and Mm-hmm. you know making sure everybody has a spot for their meetings <laughs> but i'm going to
2: tell on you because you're not you're not selling your, you're not selling yourself. no, no. Uh-uh. so you know we we do we have these weekly meetings we have yep. staff meetings there's leadership meetings Liz is the kind of person, she's going to find out what kind of granola bar you want, (laughs) and there's going to be a basket on the table with a selection of what everybody likes. She's got your Mm -hmm. lunch order already done. The drinks are taken care of. So literally, you can walk in. You're comfortable. Mm -hmm. You can come in for what you were there Mm for. You don't have to think about these things. And I think for me in my life, I know the people that love me and and care for me, it's those little touches like that Mm -hmm. that mean the most. And so, again, just... For those of you listening, as you think about the people in your life that you you have that you care about that you want to be hospitable to, it doesn't have to always be a grand gesture. Mm-hmm. A lot of That's times, exactly it's right. those little those yeah. little pieces. And I watch you, Liz, and those are the things, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the yep. I, I I see that. And yeah. it's cool.
1: I think I think the biggest part is just being intentional. And you're right, it doesn't have to yeah. be a grand gesture, but a, a small thing or a remembering of the work anniversary or a remembering of this person has a food allergy or a remembering of those kinds of things. And sometimes it means I have a note in my phone because I don't want to forget <laughs> it. Um I don't want to tell all my secrets. But um sometimes that is that is what it what those pieces are. But it's just making p- sure people feel welcome and feel comfortable um and you're right and I think about it too honestly in that that old adage of treat others the way you want to be treated like I want to if something somebody's doing something for me I want to be able to walk into a room and know okay there's something I can do here I feel comfortable here I don't feel like I'm sitting alone in this room Mm -hmm. I you know whatever it is
0: well and you know and and as we as we think about hospitality and 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 just like what Tom said hospitality is definitely a spiritual gift and and Mm -hmm. and uh, whether you recognize it or not, we we recognize it in you. and so we're so thankful, but but we're but we're all called to be hospitable. and so there's there's a lot we can learn, you know, from uh, from all the ministry departments, but in this particular situation in care and how can we help people see that this is a safe place where uh, where you can, you know, uh, as, as I was doing some research, there's just a handful of uh, references to hospitality, a provision of security, an invitation to converse, provision of food and drink. Uh, an invitation to rest, a welcome for the guests to come in, mm-hmm. you know. And then in Romans twelve thirteen, you know, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. I mean, it just goes on and on. There's just a lot in Scripture about the importance of being hospitable. Mm-hmm. When we think well.
2: about Jesus, and um, he would often take time with the marginalized, right? Mm-hmm. With with uh, women, children, um, people who were ill his hospitality, right, that was just a way that he walked through life. Mm-hmm. And and I, and so I think, again, differentiating that you may not be called to host people in your house every week, mm-hmm. but if you know someone's hurting and you're especially mm-hmm. in your church family, you know, I, I love what you read. I'd never heard that before, an invitation to converse. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. asking them how they're doing and giving them an opportunity to talk and can listen. be That's a very right. yeah. loving and hospitable thing yeah. to do. Um, right. Go ahead. Oh, I
1: was just, I was agreeing with you. I think it takes the time piece and the intentionality part for sure. Yeah.
2: Talk a little bit more about that. That's kind of been a word of the week in a way, Mm -hmm. uh, that intentional word. For you in helping the listener understand, describe intentionality, kind of what you mean by that.
1: Sure. I think it's one thing to, I'm going to use Lori's flowers as an example because that's a great, that's a great example in my mind. It's one thing to say, oh, happy anniversary and write it down. Um, but it's, it's the follow through piece. It's the follow through piece of intentionality I think is the important part. Um, because the intention is great, but if there's no follow through, you're, you're kind of dead in the water there. So I yeah. think, um, the follow through piece is is the, is the kicker piece for me. And again, sometimes that's you, the note on your phone or the reminder piece mm-hmm. or that kind of thing, but, um, it's being, you know, at Kroger and saying, okay, these are them, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, and I think. I just keep thinking again, Tom, about what you said about a grand gesture. It doesn't have to be that grand thing. And I will tell you, I'm a terrible cook, like terrible, terrible. <laughs> but I know where to order food from, right? And I know how to get it there on time. Hmm. So it doesn't, you can play to your gifts if it's not baking or cooking. That's okay.
3: <laughs> I, th- I think talking about what well, the intentionality and the playing to your gifts are two things that I think about because I very often think about Gosh, Tom and Tommy have both had my family and me to their house, you know, and been hospitable to me and hospitable to me. <laughs> um, and I think, gosh, I really want to have them over and reciprocate, but I either think about it and then don't follow through or I think, oh, gosh, Liz has something going on in her life. I should I should do something for her. And I have really good intentions, but I don't always follow through. And, and you know, talking about playing to your your strengths and your gifts – Um, Tom and his wife are great hosts. I mean, they're great. And then I think about, well, I could have them to my house and I could do dinner, but I I can't do it like they can. And so then I just don't. Mm -hmm. But then I have to remember the things I am good at that I can do. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. that's.
0: You know, one thing I was reading too is, you know, just this thought of uh, being hospitable to everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, One thing I read, it says, uh, the Mosaic law records significant guidance in the treatment of neighbors and strangers living among the tribes of Israel. Israelites were commanded to treat foreigners well because of their own background as foreigners in Egypt. And so it referenced uh, Exodus uh, 22, 21 and uh, in God's word, it says, do not mistreat or oppress a foreigner for you were foreigners in Egypt. Mm. And so it's like, you know, yes, I might be a, you know, you know, maybe they're from out of state, maybe they're from a different uh, background. Maybe you don't even know them, but to be hospitable and to treat them because we were all, you know, born apart from God, you know, Mm -hmm. sinful, broken people.
2: One of the things we, and I think we've mentioned it on this podcast before, but it's worth mentioning again. One of the things we really value here at Northside, that is something that across the board people report about Northside is the warmth and the welcome that people get here when they visit. And it was part of, of when my wife and I and our family moved here and took the job uh, as care pastor here, that was, that was part of the deciding factor Mm -hmm. is I had never been in a church this size before that conveyed a small church feel based on the hospitality and the warmth and the, and the, the welcome. Mm -hmm. And, and so when you were reading that, Tommy, I was thinking, you know, for those of you listening that you you know, the Lord, you've got a relationship with God. Think about the people in your life that don't and what lasting impression you want to give them. Mm -hmm. Jesus says, People will know that you you belong to me, that you're my disciples, that you're Christians based on your love for one mm-hmm. another. But I think that's also the love that we show others and the warmth and the hospitality. And people will remember,
0: mm-hmm.
2: wow, they were welcoming to me. They invited me to converse. They, they, get, mm-hmm. they, they brought me a cup of water. Mm-hmm. They made sure I, I was okay. And you were talking, Liz, about intentionality and, and you talked about the flowers and I want to go even a step further because Lori made a point to say they're wildflowers they were flowers that spoke to me right. you could have gone and grabbed the first red roses you saw sure not that that's wrong or bad but I think when we're talking about intentionality it's you're thinking about the person you're thinking about them specifically, mm-hmm. their likes, dislikes. That's you know, right. just like I mentioned, that you would get the granola. Bar. Mm-hmm. You're not just buying a generic granola bar. You know, they like Nature Valley Crunchy. You know what? And <laughs> and to yeah. me, that's the thing behind intentionality, uh, is being being specific, being on purpose. caring about the details. that's yeah. right. That's, yeah. right. Yeah. that's right. I think yeah. for,
1: I think I think another piece for me is we've all been in a situation, whether it's when as a child or as an adult, where we felt overlooked. Right. Like we've all been in a room that we felt like we didn't belong or we've yeah. all one of those types of scenarios. And so I always work to make sure that the meetings that I'm running or the events that I'm doing, I always work to make sure that folks feel like there's a space for them in the room, um, whether that's the, <laughs> the specific type of food or the decorations or whatever it is. That's the that's a big piece for me because I don't want someone to walk out of the room and feel like, there wasn't a space for me or I didn't feel like I could take up space in the room because of this wasn't available for me or I needed this or that kind of thing.
2: So Liz, as we're wrapping up here, uh, I think it would be really helpful for folks if, if someone feels that this is their gift or gifting um, talk, talk, and I'm going to ask sort of two questions, talk a little bit about how you recognized and, and kind of, Realize that this wasn't just something you enjoyed, but uh, a gift and a calling. But also, uh, then, then how do you how do you begin to build on that or hone that, if that makes sense?
1: Sure. Yeah, those are great questions. I'd say to begin with, I, I think I saw it as I started to see it as a gifting, as something the Lord had um, had kind of not only given me but gifted me with. Um, was when I heard other people call it out in me. Um, I, I don't see it in myself um, easily and I'm usually typically very hard on myself. But when other people started to say, I see this in you is when I really started to feel like, okay, Lord, there's more to this than I just like to host parties or whatever. <laughs> um, and then I'd say the second part for the second part of the question, I for me, I'm a doer. I just started doing it. Um, I just started hosting people. I just started you know, trying to incorporate more of those things into my position um, in previous positions, this position, I get to be a lot more hospitable than I've been in, in others. Um, so I started incorporating it in positions or I started to, you know, can I do a gift bag for this person? Can I, you know, those kinds of things. And in a church setting, it's it's great. They want you to um, really hone into what the Lord's called yeah. you to do. But even in a secular setting, I don't know anybody that's like, nope, don't welcome that person. Nope, don't <laughs> be a part of that. Um, you know, they're always welcoming and wanting people. You know, for you to be able to step into the things that you're good at. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's great.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, we've appreciated. Um, not only getting to work with you and have you on staff, but your willingness to come and be a part
0: of our podcast today, be an honorary member of the care team. That's right. Um, Tommy, any last? Uh, well, I, I just wanna say, if you see Liz around, can you just give her a high five and just let her know, <laughs> I mean, how much you're thankful for everything she does. She is such an integral uh, part of the team and we are so thankful for every day we get to work with Liz. I mean, she Aww. just, just a it's, a it's an honor and it's a huge blessing. Oh,
1: I'm grateful yeah. for y'all.
0: Well, as we wrap up, we're reminded that prayer is the primary way that we want to we want to start and begin caring for people. So, Tom, do you want to you mind praying us out? I'd love to. Thanks, yeah. Tommy. Well,
2: heavenly Father, um we are we're so grateful for Liz and and uh, that you brought her to Northside, and she's on our staff, and Lord, we're grateful for all the people in our lives that um, just exude that gift of hospitality, and make other people feel important, and cared for, and wanted, and Lord, we, we ask that for those of us who maybe that's not our first inclination, or a calling necessarily on our lives, that you would show us how to be um, loving and hospitable to the people in our lives, both both the Christians that we know, but also, and maybe even more so, the non-Christians, that we might welcome them into um, your loving family, that they might know you as their Lord and Savior. Lord, help us to care for those um, that are near to us and dear to us, but also for those strangers. Um, I always remember, and we mentioned earlier, Lord, that that you tell us that when we entertain strangers, it might just be you. Mm -hmm. And so we just keep that, Lord, in our hearts and our minds, Or we ask you to bless all the listeners and their families, all all of our church family. And, Lord, thank you especially for our care team and for getting to provide this podcast. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Well, don't forget to join us every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. to catch this episode or others on Amazon Music, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And as always, you can catch us at MyNorthside.com slash care for additional resources. Love you guys, and we'll see you next week.